If you are energetically sensitive, if you are an empath, if you feel things really deeply, then this is a video that you need to watch because I'm going to show you what's actually happening and how to deal with all those different feelings that are coming in and to you how to actually deal with them. Shout out to all the empaths out there, the empaths and the energetically sensitive. If you don't know what an empath is, well, it's the kind of person who feels really deeply, who feels really sensitively. I feel everything. Like I can feel, sometimes it gets really overwhelming. I need to moderate what I watch on TV because I get so invested in the stories that are made up in front of me that it has a visceral physical effect on my well-being. I can feel it within myself. Do you ever have a lot of feelings that you can't explain? Like, why am I feeling so depressed or so heavy? Why am I feeling so frightened right now? When there doesn't seem to be anything in your world that kind of explains it. Well, it's pretty likely that you're an empath. And when it comes to being an empath, a lot of people use it as a kind of excuse. I'm an empath, so I can't be around that person. Or, no, I'm energetically sensitive. You don't understand. I need to, you know, make sure that I protect myself. And look, those things are true. If you you can continue to take on the thoughts and feelings of other people, then yeah, it's going to make you feel crappy. It's very often, it's a strange thing, we say we're empaths and we're energetically sensitive, but do we pick up on the good vibes of other people? Well, yes, that should happen as well. But what most empaths and energetically sensitive people talk about is the negativity that they feel. They're more likely to feel the negativity in the world than they are to feel the positivity in the world. Sometimes in my life, I will get a huge wave of emotion. And that's what it feels like. I'll be doing something completely innocuous, something that doesn't trigger me in any way, shape or form. And then all of a sudden this wave of emotions will come hit me and it'll feel like it might feel like I'm really heavy or it might feel like I'm having a panic attack or it might feel like all of a sudden I need to cry for a moment. And I'll kind of stop and look around and think, what the hell is going on? And in the past, what I would do would be to invest in those feelings. They would bubble up or they would come over me and I would think, Oh my gosh, yes, I am depressed. Oh, I am feeling really sad. Yeah, and then I would look. What my brain would do is look for all the reasons in my life to explain why I felt that way. If you go looking for problems in your life, you will find them. It's a guarantee. What you focus on is what you get. So if you go looking for your problems, you will find them. And that's what my good old brain used to do looking for all the reasons why I was feeling the way that I'm feeling. What if we looked at it like this for a moment? Imagine if there were like thoughts and feelings, negative ones, kind of floating through the air, looking for kind of like a host, looking for somewhere to live, looking for somewhere to land. And it's cruising along and they go, oh, there's an open soul. There's an open hearted person. I'm going to go land in there because that way I can be expressed. If I go to that energetically sensitive person, Luna, then I'm going to be able to be, oh, I'll be born and I'll be alive. So all these things are floating on through the air and it comes and it feels like it lands on top of me. So in that moment, in that moment, I get to make a decision. In the past, when I don't have control of my mind, as I said, I just go and go, well, oh, I must feel depressed for a reason. There must be something in my life and I go searching for it. Now, this is different if there's actually stuff going on in your life. 
If there's actually stuff that's causing you to feel anxiety and depression and grief and sadness and pain that's very obvious to you, then that's a whole different kettle of fish. This is about what happens when those emotions kind of just flood you and you kind of have no logical understanding as to why. So they're floating around, they come and land on you, they need a host. And I'm like, oh, here I am, right? Now, in this moment, we have a choice. If I invest in that feeling, think about it from like a financial point of view. If I decide to invest and put more energy and money into that thought or feeling, then it's gonna grow bigger with inside of myself. The more I invest in it, the more it's gonna grow bigger. The more that I am a really healthy, good host, for these negative thoughts and feelings. And then it builds. And then it sort of just seeps into my being. This can last for a few moments, up to a few weeks or months or years, depending on how how powerful these thoughts and feelings are. What if instead of investing, what if you stopped investing in those thoughts and feelings? You acknowledge them. So, Just say panic is coming over. You're feeling that real sense of fear, but there's no logical reason why you would feel it. Cool. So step number one, I go, huh. Okay, I label it. Label the feeling. Cool. Well, right now it feels like panic. It feels like fear. It feels like hiding. It feels like running away. Cool. I notice all these feelings. And then I go, logically, is there anything in my environment to suggest that I ought to be feeling this way? No. Okay, cool. They're not mine. Excellent, I'm not going to invest in these thoughts and feelings right now. And they're still there, they're still within me. But if I don't invest, then there's no host for them. If I don't invest, what ends up happening is they end up moving through me. It's like it's like they come, they land down on my planet Luna and go, huh, cool, I'm gonna see if I can find a host here to hang out with for the next week, three weeks, whatever. Oh, this person isn't investing in me. This person is rejecting me. This person doesn't feel like a viable host. I'm going to pick up and go find a different host. Sounds crazy, I know, but when you look at it like this, I label it, oh, there's fear, there's panic, there's anxiety. Huh, okay. And then what I do is say thank you. I literally feel the feelings. I'm closing my eyes here because that's what I do in the experience. I breathe. Fear, panic, okay, cool. And I let the feelings kind of wash over me. I let the feelings come up and I say, thank you. I say, I love you. And then I say, I surrender you. So I don't give it the opportunity to be a viable host because I'm not looking for all the reasons why this is true in my life. I'm saying, cool, I acknowledge that you're here. I'm not going to tell you to F off because that in itself, if you try to fight back, If you try to fight the feelings that are coming up with inside of you, that's still you being a viable host. If you're fighting them, you're investing in them. But if you love them, you're not investing. If you you allow them to come and go through, cool, thank you for being here. Thank you for your contribution. I love you. I release you from me. And it feels like the wave comes into you, comes out of you and leaves. And this might happen many, many times in a day. This might happen many, many times in your week and in your life. It feels like it comes, it's looking for a viable host. It comes and sits in me. It tries me on. I say, no, thank you. I'm not a good fit. It comes out and gone from me. Do you know an energetically sensitive person? Do you know someone who's an empath and takes on the energies of others that might not even be in the room with them? Then tag them. Send them the link. 
copy and paste into them. Whatever you need to do, send this video to them because more of us need to know how to deal with these energies that are floating through the world. It doesn't seem very logical, but it's how we actually feel about it. Big love to you. Happy self-loving.